0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Improperly Packaged, a show where we unbox topics related to movies, TV, games, whatever. I am Jordan, with me is Luke. How are you, Luke?
1: I'm well. Welcome one and all.
0: Indeed. Luke, I have a question. Hit me. Best cheeseburger. I'm not talking like, you know, local or a high, I'm talking like more a faster place, you know? Not like, doesn't have mm. to be drive through but like a fast place that is everywhere.
1: Is everywhere. Yeah. Probably like five not
0: guys. Five guys, burgers and fries? Okay.
1: Yeah. Five guys they is good. Spot on every time.
0: I haven't been there a long time, like I gotta say. How about drive through? Like, let's go lower.
1: Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, drive through. Hmm. Yeah, like... In-N-Out has drive through, so probably In-N-Out. Have you been to In-N-Out? I haven't been to In-N-Out. Oh, yeah. Is Punch it really good? Oh, yeah. It's great. Oh. It's... It's... It's definitely a fast food burger, but it just tastes like higher quality. Okay. I, you know, this, this may only be something I can relate to, but if you remember, we have Moe's, obviously. And we I think do. a lot of people, at least in the Southwest U.S., have Moe's. Cool. Um, and then there was a chain out of Atlanta called Willie's that was here for a while and is now gone. And that's kind of how I compare, like, McDonald's, Burger King, and all that compared to in and out I, you know, those are fine. They're kind of like Moe's for me. But mm. then, like Willie's is more like In and Out, where like I liked Willie's significantly more because everything tasted so much fresher. It just—I don't know—there was something about it. Just tasted like it hadn't been like stored as long or something. Like <laughs> yeah, the, you the do onions get that and peppers, especially—they were just crisper and I don't know. It just had a lot more flavor to it. Whereas Moe's felt like yeah, this has been here. At least all day, if it's been not here. yesterday. Right. Still sitting here waiting on me to show up to buy it.
0: It is encouraging. Like at Chipotle, you see them like running out of the ingredients and having to refill almost yeah. every single time yep. you're there.
1: So. <laughs> Chipotle does good at that. It's a little encouraging. I still liked Willy's a little bit better, but uh, yeah. yeah, Chipotle's a good good second. Why
0: do you think Willy's failed here?
1: I don't know. I do know why it didn't seem to connect with people. I I always thought it was significantly better than Moe's, and yet Moe's somehow continues to plop along somehow. No kidding. They just pop up. Every time I'm there, I'm like, yeah, I see why I don't go here very often. (laughs) (laughs) It's fine, but, yeah, yeah, you know.
0: I go there about once or twice a year when we get the birthday rewards, and Amber will cross her arms and... We'll go there and we'll eat there. And she's not happy about it, but she's free, so she'll want to do it anyways. Um, pizza should be better. Pizza place. I'm talking. I'm talking, not like the ones that you know are exclusively here, like everywhere ones. I don't.
1: It's hard because I'm not sure how big some of the chains are that we have. You know how far they go away from our area. Let's talk like, about Quaizano's the ones. Is one that I really enjoy, but I don't know how big they are.
0: Yeah, let's do ones that you know certainly are chains.
1: Oh, but I don't want to. You have to.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know. They're all five stars. Pretty big. Five star is pretty big. I think so. I really I mean, like five star. Five star is really good. If five star chain, um If five star counts, I would. I would say five star. What's beneath that? Um, <coughs> What's beneath that? What's beneath Five Star? I mean, I used to really like Papa John's. I think Papa John's has gone downhill significantly. Um, pizza Domino's, I mean, they're fine. They're just two different versions of the same thing to me.
0: All right, well, what's the worst
1: one? What's the worst one? <laughs> what's the worst Probably one? Hungry one? Howie's. Hungry Howie's? How about Little Caesars? I don't like. Really, both of those I think are pretty pretty bad. They're bottom rung yeah Um, definitely. it's weird i'm i'm close to every
0: pizza place like chain like reasonably close except for those two so those aren't really options for me right now well i mean they are but
1: sounds good (laughs) sounds like a good thing
0: yeah i mean um i'm a big fan of pizza hut now these days like like they have that brooklyn style i'm really into it when they they bring in those uh Crispy cupped pepperonis. That's what that's you know, whenever you bring those in. <laughs> yeah. I'll I'll rice with a better
1: version of pepperonis. You really are.
0: Nice crispy, kinda of more spicy. Oh, yeah. Gosh. It looks so good.
1: The the Satch Squared here in town is just I think it's so much better than everything else. It's so heavy. I last time I got it with, with Jason when he was here, I was I was reminded it's just like this is way too much food for one person. <laughs> One person should not eat this entire thing. It's like it's like a very large square. It's like almost the size of my entire laptop. It's like,
0: it's like a slice and a half too, too many, like for my maximum. Like yeah. if I, if I'm yeah. super hungry, it's still like a slice and a half
1: too many. Yeah. Um, when I eat it, I feel terrible about myself.
0: Yeah, listeners, these are <laughs> local pizza but places. It's delicious. There's a big pizza place in our town called Satchels, which I don't really like. I don't like Satchels, like. Mm. I think their deep dish is okay, like pretty good. I think their regular pizza is bad. I don't like it. Hmm. Sat squared is freaking fantastic. <laughs> it just like does not compute. I don't understand. It's just the way the pizza's made. I don't know whether it's in that pan. It's just so
1: good. Yeah. The it's crust like, is so good on that it, one.
0: It's so crispy on the ends, and it's it's so nice.
1: Excellent.
0: It's that like Detroit style, folks. When you like pour the sauce over. Extra
1: sauce. That's what makes Bethany really not like it. And I get that. I can totally understand that. Somebody wouldn't like that. But I understand. really enjoy it. I
0: understand that. But for me, on those types of pizzas, the cheese stands out more. Like I don't know, like the cheese is more pronounced in those. Where mm-hmm. I feel like if there's a regular pizza that has too much sauce on it, the cheese just sinks in and gets lost yeah. and loses and it's, its a like, very lax- good sauce lax- too. Yeah, it's a, it's a really good yeah. spicy, yeah.
1: very spicy sauce. As far if it's as it's a bad sauce, then that just makes it <laughs> that much worse. Right, right. Yeah, I'd love to go to Chicago and go to some of the historic places and try it. That that would be definitely on my list. Yeah, I have had I've tried plenty photophone. of Brooklyn style pizzas but
0: i don't feel like i've done the right things at new york i've i feel like i did the right things when i tried chicago style pizza like the place where you're like okay yeah go there but new york i don't feel like i did the right things i i feel like i made choices that shouldn't have been made as far as like getting pizza (laughs) in places i I, i'll take the salmon Nah, no, I'm not talking about my order. I'm talking about the places I visited. Like, I'm a hundred percent. I get the certain. Chicago
1: style. Ah. You're in Brooklyn. I get shot. I, like, throw drinks at you. Stuff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh,
0: no, I, I feel like I didn't go to any of like the top anything on the top ten or anything like that. You know, I didn't go to Saboro. Like Michael Scott. Yeah, yeah like best of pizza. <laughs> Brooklyn style pizza. The local local pizza place.
1: <laughs> Uh, that's
0: funny, but yeah, no, <laughs> I, 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 yeah, didn't make really great choices. There, there's nowhere else that's like
1: known for their style. I think L.A. maybe has really? a style, but I don't know. It Man, really said Detroit, from. but there's, Ita- there's Italian, you know, from Italy. Sure, and, then there's, <laughs> you know. and there's Chicago, New York. I mean, as far as I'm concerned.
0: Do you feel like America has stolen Italy's thunder when it comes to pizza?
1: People talk so, about New York. I think I've like, talked to you Chicago. about that. There was a, uh, there was a, I can't remember the name of the series, but it like focuses on chefs and and some of the best, you know, the best of the best when it comes to foods and. There was one about the best pizza in the world. And the first, it was, you know, it was like a five episode thing. So each one focused on a different chef that cooked what they considered in this show the best pizza in the world. The first one, which seemed like from the show that most food critics agree that this guy makes the best pizza in the world, was from Arizona. Um, There was just something about that arid environment that just he's able to get these local ingredients that make an absolutely incredible pizza and nobody was expecting it. And somebody, one of the, you know, best known food critics wrote a thing like you have to come here and you have to try this pizza. And it's a really cool episode. I definitely would say you shouldn't, you should watch it. Jordan being a huge pizza fan yourself, I'm a huge pizza fan. I love pizza so much. <laughs> he's an Italian American from New York who learned how to make pizza in New York at an Italian deli and, and, he knows how to roll his own mozzarella and he he would literally how he started in Arizona was selling mozzarella door to door to pizza joints. Mm. It's like like how he got into all these kitchens, like got to know people in the area when he moved there. It's just a really cool story. He's worked really hard and continues to work hard. He's just one of those guys that just won't take no for an answer. Just works super hard and just, yeah, it's, it's really, really cool.
0: That's the you know, this his, I the go. spirit so of America has yeah. made pizza its own and we won. There it is. Yep. Arizona, we did it.
1: It's true of a lot of foods though. I mean I I would say that even because you know, I mean, these people that come from these places China, Japan, Mexico, I mean I'm sure there are still places that make it better than America. But a lot of times some of the best chefs come to America because that's where they end up wanting to be because of freedom and, you know, democracy and all the reasons that make our country amazing. So yeah. I
0: think one that we all can agree with pot. was hamburgers. We took that from Hamburg and we slam
1: dunk the
0: crap out of it. Is that where it started? Hamburg? Yeah. yeah. It's real. I didn't know that. It's real. I saw someone like eating one of like I the original hamburger. think of it as an American food. And like how it was made. The original hamburger was like lamb and, uh, Beef and all that stuff. But no, no. same spirit. Yeah. No. Um <laughs> No, it's ours. It's no, ours. No now. need for lamb. We know how to make a burger if now. cow
1: brings all the flavor. You don't need any lamb.
0: <laughs> I like lamb. But
1: Save that for your uh, some pork. euros. <laughs> yeah. Pork and pork and beef are good for burgers. Lamb is a different it's a different thing.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it is. It definitely does bring out a taste. It's not necessary Lamb's delicious. I'm not I saying it's lamb. Not good meat. But, it's just you
1: know, not for burgers. It's not for burgers. I don't think. How about a bison? yeah oh oh, get me started on bison. like that one <laughs> <laughs> not lamby like that one. this is quite a preamble. we've
0: been preamble, watching slash play the preamble, <laughs> preamble <laughs> listening
1: to Luke. uh I don't have a lot really this week um I don't know why it feels like a short week for some reason. it hmm. really hmm. isn't, but um Spring you know break, to, to re- touch people. like. Stuff we were talking about last week, uh Saturday's at your place. I've gone and now listened to everything they've done, mm. and I would just say again, these guys are so good, <laughs> they just they have a lot of good music. um I sent you another one like earlier in the week, but yeah, yeah I would uh, oh no, Jordan's camera crashed, um
0: I'm still here, but <laughs>
1: yeah. If you're into this kind of stuff, and I, I know, I'm sure people, music is a very personal thing, but if you're into like punk, indie, I don't know, like any of that emo type rock, mm-hmm. you're definitely going to enjoy this. If you don't, if you're not into that kind of thing, yeah, you probably won't. But if you are into that kind of thing, I think they do it very well. Check it
0: out. Yeah, it's very good. Oh. I listen to it a little oh. bit more.
1: Um, you've been listening
0: to anything? Yeah, yeah. There's a, it's one of those things where it's like, I can't recommend them as wholeheartedly as you've recommended uh, uh, that the other band. But like, um, I, I, it, Spotify just threw it at me. Uh, the Aces. It's very much, uh, I like a few songs a lot. And the other songs are okay like that's it's it's very much that there's like a few songs like uh they're the ones like at the top really i tried to listen to some of the albums i'm like yeah this is good but those songs are just killer the i always get this way or always get this way and uh girls make me want to die like those are just good good songs but a lot of the other ones i was just like yeah this is pretty good but so i can't wholeheartedly give them like a solid Mm -hmm. recommend but maybe just check out a few songs
1: i don't know sound good yeah um, but that's it. That's it. We even watch/playing anything? Um, honestly, every time we sit down, we just watch Next Level Chef or we finish the first season and we're watching the second season and enjoying it. It feels like there's a new like producer or director of the show or something. It feels different. Significantly different. Um and not all bad, but I would say in general, I'm enjoying it a little bit less. Um, we've only watched two episodes, so it's just, it's interesting how different a show can feel. Um, Hmm. you know, it happens sometimes with scripted television as well when pretty much all these big shows that you think of, there's not the same director on every episode. It's just, it's, it's funny because you would kind of think there would be, but even a show like Lost where it's like, okay, there's gotta be all, you know, done by, JJ J. Abrams or something. It's like no, no actually. Way. Definitely not. It's it's pretty much written all by the same person, but there's there's almost a director, new director every episode on a show like that that seems. And that's a show that does it amazingly, keeping that show like you know, stylistically the same, cinematically the same episode to episode, and yet like I said, new directors almost every episode and mm-hmm. um yeah yeah next level chef even though it's a reality tv show and you would think okay realitys it's it's this thing that's done one way and for the most part yes but i don't know there's something there's a different feel to this season too that's interesting um yeah i i don't know it's like i hesitate to say it's of a lesser quality but just a more of a different (laughs) just a different style and it feels like they're using different cameras. It feels like they're using a higher frame rate, which hmm. I don't know why you would, and I don't like it. It looks it has more of that hyper-realistic hyper right. look to it that I think is a little degrading to the eyes when you watch things. I mean, it doesn't have to be 24, but I think at least 30 looks fine for TV. Hmm. Um, but when you turn it up to 60, it just it's just unneeded it's really it's something i feel like that fits best with sports and and video games and i think apart from that the the higher frame rate really doesn't have a place in media in my opinion it's kind of a rat hole but shots fired yeah. james cameron <laughs> it just seems unneeded to me it's just you, you just don't need it to tell the story just superfluous mm-hmm. um right. i think a lot of it's just camera manufacturers and tech people trying to sell more gear to people Anyways, enjoy the show. Um, yeah, I'm gonna stick with it. I just I really like the concept. They've kind of changed a few things here in the second season, and yeah, Jordan, watch it. I will. I'm just gonna keep telling you until you do.
0: Definitely gonna. It's right there up my alley, so
1: I'm bound yep. to go down it soon. You walk down that alley. <laughs> I shall. Um, the only other thing that we've watched is the next episode of The Last of Us. Um, hmm. I think we're still behind um i think maybe just one episode behind but uh okay it's uh,
0: the finale i believe just aired so we i have a lot to watch as far as that's concerned a lot so we
1: may be two now okay i'm not even sure it may have been that we watched it right before one was released and then the new one just came out but i don't know i'd have to check heck yeah how about you
0: Few things here and there. Um, most recently, uh, we finished Book of Boba Fett. Like I said, we were going to, and so we're gonna start watching Mandalorian. You know, Book of Boba Fett's such a weird show. I brought this up a little bit last episode, where it's like the show just gets taken away from Boba Fett, like. Four episodes in, it's like okay. Now it's like Mandalorian slash Grogu slash Luke Skywalker, and oh, okay, yes, we could bring back Boba Fett, and it's like yep. so disjointed. Like towards the end, I'm like, when it when it all wraps up, I'm like, okay, I was entertained enough, but I'm not really sure what what got done at the end of that. You know what I mean? Like all mm-hmm. the pieces that they were assembling to make it to the end. Oh, Boba Fett story there. It's like. I'm not sure what was accomplished, I'm going to be honest. But a bunch of cool things, you know, not to spoil too much, I guess, but there was a really cool scene with rink Rancor, and I appreciated that, and a few cool action scenes here and there, and uh, some characters showing up that I was like, ooh, that's cool. That's cool to see that character as a pretty prominent uh, character who was in the Clone Wars who showed who showed up in this and that was, it's always fun to see characters kind of appear in live action who are? yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, anyways, um, let's see what else was, Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, scream six. I uh, went to host, Scream six and I mean, honestly, I don't have too much to say other than it continues the streak of, there are no bad scream movies. I mean, that's my opinion. Obviously I think people might, fight with that but i mean i think they're all of varying like same quality honestly like they're in the same range of quality where i'm like these are all either really good good or good enough like those were and, th- and this is a good one this is this one's uh, very entertaining it's a they make use of the fact that they're it's in new york it's the first one that really felt like a new setting um most of them are like woodsboro Except for, I think, uh, Scream 3 took place in like Los Angeles. But they didn't really make use of that setting at all. I mean, really. Other than the movie stuff. But other than all that, like I feel like this made really good use of the New York setting. And kind of added a uh, few wrinkles to it. Um, it's interesting how they've kind of come up with their new team or whatever you know how like they have like the team of people and like the first three it was very much you know sydney dewey and gail they were like the main squad and in this one they they're like like, trying to form that out of these uh four new cast members and i was saying like how lucky they are they got they probably signed jenna ortega before her career just exploded
1: (laughs) my There's something going on with my USB connection here. So I missed what you were talking about, but I think I understand. You're talking about scream now. Yeah. It kept like switching the input for some reason. So it would cut the audio out in my ears, too. Oh, weird. I don't, it's, I don't know what's going on here, but I think, I think we're okay right now. So yeah, that's the devil. I, you know. But yeah, that's why I haven't been responding. But yes, I do know what you mean.
0: (laughs) Yeah. But this is, uh, it's really good. It's a, fans will not be disappointed it's funny i went with my friend adam who was like probably the it's weird because he he loves the, the scream franchise he's not even really a horror guy like he watches horror movies but he's not like oh man horror can't get enough he's not that at all but like he loves scream <laughs> He was like he was telling me how excited he was and and uh <laughs> yeah it was a good time he enjoyed it i enjoyed it yeah recommend um a few things here and there as far as uh Games are concerned. Um, I tried out. I've been trying out a uh, Guilty Gear Strive. It uh, came to Game Pass, and uh, oh
1: yeah, yeah. Reminds me, I did. I did play something. But oh, okay. please continue. I'm sorry.
0: Okay. Um, Guilty Gear Strive. I mean, the Guilty Gear franchise. It's like. It's always drawn me in with one how good it's looked. I remember back in the day I played one on Xbox, like the original Xbox, and I was like, "Holy crap, this looks amazing!" Like the sprite work was just insane at the time, mm-hmm. and uh, and just its kookiness, like its characters. Their characters are so ridiculous, so over the top. It just kind of drew me in a little bit. Um, all that being said, I'm terrible. I'm really not good at Guilty Gear. I'm a, a average fighting game person. What like ca- a,
1: Okay, it's fighting. Yeah, it's a fighting game. I'm trying to remember.
0: Yeah, and uh, it, it's just the mechanics and the combos and just I I, I just I'm just not great at it. it. It's just one of those things where it doesn't immediately click click with me like a Street Fighter does or um, uh, Dragon Ball's Fighters and Marvel's Capcom and stuff like in SNK games. Like, it is just, there
1: a game it's similar to?
0: I mean, the thing is, it's in similar style? to all of those it is similar to all of those but just its mm-hmm. own mechanics like are just tweaked in a way where i'm like these combos aren't clicking with me um, the guard the st- style of like guarding and countering isn't really clicking with me there's like a way to do certain combos that just feels different to other ones but it's similar like extremely similar like you know when it when it comes to its mechanics but it, it's just different enough to where it throws me off completely that being said like playing guilty gear strive it, it's crazy how cool it is like it, it one it looks amazing like um arc system works is the one who does guilty gear and they've uh, been doing a lot of games they don't exclusively do guilty gear they did dragon ball fighters and they do this uh, persona fighting game, and they do a lot of fighting games, and they, they have, like, their their engine that they use, and they done, they've just done so good at basically saying, like, here's this anime art style, and it just looks like you're playing an anime, and it's crazy, like, it, 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 it like almost looks like it could be just a perfect sprite, almost, like a perfect sprite when you're playing and then like mm-hmm. the camera will like do this thing it will like shift around and then you're like oh that's just a 3d model and it looks amazing um they've been doing that for a while but strive just takes it to a whole new level it just looks fan freaking fantastic it has this style to it i mean guilty gear has always had this like rock and roll style to it um but this has this just Ups! It. <laughs> it, it like the music that plays. It, it's not really what I'm into anymore. It it sounds like very alternative rock, almost like a uh, metalcore kind of music, and it they play throughout every single stage. Um, but it's it's exciting, even though I'm not like super into that genre anymore. It's still exciting to play uh, with that music, uh, just pumping in your face, and. Uh, mm-hmm. It this is how weird this game is. Every single fight as it's zooming into the battlefield, there's like the announcer will say like mankind knew they could not change their ways, so instead they decided to blame monsters, heaven or hell. Fight. And like <laughs> that's before every match and I'm just like what? <laughs> Okay, I don't I don't know what that is. I know they've always done the heaven and hell fight or whatever, in the Guilty Gear games, but that other monologue, I, thought, I kept thinking it was going to change, but it never did. It's just before every fight. It's uh, it's something. But if you're into fighting games at all and you have an Xbox, I recommend playing it. You might be better at I than I am, and I'm just, the game's like so cool. I just kind of want to keep playing, even though I'm not great at it. I just yeah. think it's kind of just really neat and awesome and again the characters are still cool and just the the art style is just insane and, and it is still fun to play even though I suck <laughs> you know it happens that can happen that can be a thing Uh but no I just played a few rounds through like the arcade mode it's funny how like arcade mode works like Amber's like like walking around, she's like, Did you beat the game? I'm like, no, 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 it's just arcade mode, even though there's no arcades like this anymore. They still always have arcade mode where you play through just like yeah. several characters yeah. and then here's a boss and the credits roll. Um, it's funny, but there's a story mode to it, and I didn't dive into that yet. I probably will. I, I just know I played a Guilty Gear story mode before and I don't understand any of it. Yeah, this is my kind of thing. It's one of those things where just has been like a dozen Guilty Gear games and the story started off insane. And so I'm just like, I don't know what this is. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what's going on, but whatever, I'll do
1: it. Cool. I'm glad yeah. you're enjoying it so much. Yeah. It's, it's really neat.
0: It It's one of those games where I was like, it's gone on sale several times. um, And I was like, Oh, I'm, I'm going to buy it. But I like, I was like, oh yeah, wait, it's coming to Game Pass. It was one of those ones that was announced super early, like months and months ago that it was coming into Game Pass. And I was like, okay, great. I'll just wait for it to come to Game Pass, and then I'll play it a bunch then. Um, But yeah, I've been playing 3DS still. Um, I've been trying to actually beat some of these games, like, you know, kind of knock out some of the low-hanging fruit. When I say low-hanging fruit, I mean shorter games, shorter, easy, you know, kind of just beat them in a few sittings kind of game so I did I beat Super Mario 3D Land uh, which is uh, if you don't know Super Mario 3D World came out for the Wii U and then it was ported to the Switch but what pr- uh, preceded that was Super Mario 3D Land which came out for the 3DS and what it kind of does it blurs the line between uh, 3D Mario and 2D Mario like the, the levels are in a similar format to how a 2D Mario would be but you have like you you do have 3D control. I think that's the
1: one I played the most. You said it was on Wii.
0: Um, 3D World was on Wii U. Okay. Um, Wii, the most the big popular one like that was a uh, new Super Mario's. Yeah. Uh, that's Wii. What I'm thinking of. and uh, that's what I'm gonna play next because there was a sequel to that one that came out on well sort of that came out on the 3DS. So I'll play that one too. But this was great. I mean, it's just solid. Mario it's just a lot of fun joy Um challenging enough to where it's like you know Mario for me it's never like unless you get into those like star world levels they're never like ultra challenging so if you're just looking to like sit and play through it it's like yeah it was just a lot of fun and um, it made great use of the 3D which it's interesting playing these games and being like how do these games handle 3D because it's something I haven't experienced before right I've never played, before this again, I've never played a 3DS game. And so I'm like, what, like, like all, the grand majority of these games support the 3D functions. So the 3D functions in, like, the grand majority of them. But as mm-hmm. far as how it's used it is a completely different thing. Sometimes it feels completely just, you know, this isn't being used very much. I'm just going to kind of slide that down and turn it off. Um, but games like nin- these Nintendo games seem to use it very well 3D uh, land is the most I've seen it used and it's very much almost like in a way helpful to the game because there's certain areas where the perspective of like where this platform is they'll like set up the camera in a way to where one to be able to kind of tell what's in front of you and what's in front they make it to where the that sounds very basic and something any 3D game you'd be able to tell but they make it to where the 3D really kind of works in that situation, it was very creative and cool. Um, I also beat uh, Kirby Triple Deluxe. There's another Kirby mm. game uh, called Kirby Planet Robobot that I'm going to play eventually, but I wanted to kind of knock one of them out. And a lot of fun. I feel like it did the same thing with the 3D, which I was kind of even more impressed with because Kirby's, you know, not like 3D Land, where Kirby it's, it is just a 2D game, like 3D models, of course, but, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Walk to the right, you know, very much that kind right. of thing, and uh, but the way they do use the 3D, I'm I was still still impressed with like the way like certain enemies will like weave in like into the foreground, into the background, and they'll do like this thing where Kirby will hop on a star, and there'll be like a platform in the distance, and then you're on that one, and then you go forward, and then you can kind of use that mechanic here and there to fire stuff into the background or into the foreground. Um, Very cool effect, but I beat that game, and now I'm kind of playing Luigi's Mansion. They uh, ported the first Luigi's Mansion to uh, 3DS, and then the sequel to Luigi's Mansion, Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon, was originally on the 3DS, and still is only on the 3DS. Um, So yeah, I'm playing through that, and that's definitely more of an interesting experience. Almost like uh, Resident Evil for babies. (laughs) That's how I I would say that. It's very much like look for that thing, go back for and find babies. that thing. Yeah, I mean, because it's you know very similar. It's like you're in a mansion, you have to backtrack and go find different things to help you move forward. And um, obviously, you have this more kid-friendly uh, take on it. You're just sucking up ghosts instead of you know right. getting your neck <laughs> bit through by a horrible zombie monster. <laughs> Um, and so you know <laughs> but it, it's good it's charming I'm uh, just kind of interesting to see how that franchise moves forward uh, from 2 then to 3 which is on the Switch mm-hmm. um, but yeah I'm uh, pretty sure that's it I'm seeing Shazam this, uh, this Thursday
1: you sure are <laughs> I'm sorry Jordan I can't do that late
0: dude don't be sorry it's one of those things where it's like, I wish. It's hard to see these uh, movies after the kids asleep. Which Amber said, like, "Oh, it's not a problem. You can just go. and I'll put the kid to sleep." I'm like, "Yeah, I don't want to do that," but uh, which I might have to at some point. But like, cause as we talked about, we were talking about this yesterday, where it's like that eight o'clock show time. It's like, what's what, I don't know. Yeah. With each, for, they're like, okay, you can go at seven or you can go at nine thirty or ten, and it's like, we're not allowed to have an eight o'clock showing. It's what in the world? but yeah anyways uh,
1: all right so i played something that i forgot about and yeah, yeah. i want to talk about it a little bit um so wulong fallen dynasty came out on game pass uh team ninja game um you know there's a pretty good amount of a uh, oomph behind this game um in the video game world um so i'd been meaning to check it out and i finally got it downloaded and it was just a whole thing. I had to move games, delete games. Yeah. You know, I just... Oh, yeah. I keep the internal hard drive obviously maxed out, so I had to, like, take some games off and put them on there. Anyways, all that being said, I did not realize how similar this game was going to be to to Elden Ring. Oh, so really? Similar. Okay. So, so similar. It really feels like... I mean, you know, I feel like this is a little unfair. I haven't played Neo. I don't know a lot of Team Ninja games. You know, I just... I'm not familiar with them. I know their names. I've seen their covers, but I haven't played many of them. And so, you know, me saying, oh, yeah, this is a copy of Elden Ring is totally unfair. (laughs) So, you know, I understand that. You know, if you're listening to this, thinking those things, I get it. I totally get it. Um, But being someone who hasn't played those things and having come off Elden Ring not that long ago... It was like, wow, this feels so similar in so many ways. And I and I know it, it can't be something where they really copied it. I mean, this game obviously has been developed for years, probably alongside of the development of Elden Ring. And, mm. you know, these are both two Japanese studios. So, you know, there could have been some note sharing. But, I mean, you know, Team Ninja is an established entity. You know, they've made games for many, many years. And I'd be interested to know when they were 95 so, yeah, they've been around for a mm. really long time—28 years now. But like I said, these are two Japanese developers. Uh, you know what Miyazaki um, is the uh, the big guy at, at From Software, and just yeah. the big guy, more like the the genius behind so many games that From Software has come out with. Um, but yeah, I, I, it just just a quick take on it, it's just it seems like a lot of fun. It seems like anybody who enjoys Elden Ring would really enjoy this game. It feels like an Elden Ring on rails. Basically, it's, you know, it's not open world like Elden Ring is, but it still has that you know, it's got that souls-like battle system where the enemies level up as you level up and then there's these places where you plant your flag and then you pick your different areas that you want to upgrade very similar to elden ring and like i said i don't know this may be something that team ninja's been doing at the same time and yes it's a souls like like a lot of games are um but maybe they've been doing that with neo and their other games before this i i i don't know but from what it's i hear so yeah it's... in the same way you go and rest like you did in elden ring yeah. you know and and you're able to like do upgrades that way and it replenishes your health and it Like, it even replenishes... You have these, like, things that you drink, which is exactly the same as Elden Ring. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And it's just... There's so many similar things, and you're casting spells, and you have different weapons that have different levels and ranged attacks. I mean, it's just... Not all of it is just Elden Ring, but some of it feels so stylistically similar that it's just like, okay, you guys had to have shared notes at some point. It's just... Right, I saw I don't know. what's know. Or maybe coming. they went back in, you know, after the development and were like, wow, Elden Ring did this. We should probably change it, just, mm. you know, tweak it a little bit to be, make it more like that. The bosses are even similar. Like, once you go into that area, you are stuck in there. And if you lose, you have to go back to, like, get your honor back or whatever they call it. And yeah, and then long story short, you should definitely play this, Jordan. Uh, being a game pass game i mean you i think you would this would be right up your alley and i i think i will play it some more i really went into it thinking okay i'm just going to give this a real quick try and then i'm going to go back to call of duty like i like i always do but i enjoyed it more than i thought i would i it is something i would like to play more there's something very rewarding about you know a, a lot of times i think gamers get this bad rap that all we like to do is see numbers go up. And I think that's partially true, but there is something rewarding about your level going up. But then, like, not only that, the enemies get harder, but at the same time, you get more capable to where the fighting is more rewarding because it feels like you've gained a little bit more control over your character than you had before. And I think that's what the Souls game really capitalizes on, And, you know, obviously culminating in Elden Ring. And I do get that. I mean, I get to a point where I get very frustrated because I've always had had trouble with the timing of the blocking. And I just get to a point where it's like, I don't want to learn this boss so much that I want to keep playing this long enough to beat him. But I will say, like, I do see the rewarding, the the reward there is in that. Mm -hmm. Like, pushing through, upping your levels. Defeating better, bigger, and bigger bosses, and learning new combos and new and and it and this game has all that. And so, yeah, it was a little bit rambling, but yeah, it's it's a lot of fun, especially for something that came day one to to Game Pass. It's pretty awesome. So
0: it's like it th- these things are being made for a reason. The fact that they have these Souls like games because there's they're satisfying for a lot of people to play, and you know, and after putting almost 100 hours into Elden Ring, you know, it's like I, I at this point finally get that. It's like, am I going to go back and play Dark Souls? Probably not. But for the things that are coming out now, is well, that's what I'm kind of more interested in. Like whatever From Software does next and things like the Wulong Dynasty and Lies of P when that comes out. I'm like, what are like now that this is becoming popular is like, how is this evolving, you know? Um, and so, no, it's gratifying to like, well, yeah, level up and see numbers go up. And it, it's like maybe
1: Neo's something you should check out.
0: Right, right. I have like both of those games are on like a subscription somewhere, I think on PlayStation Plus. But it's like, yeah, I, I'd be happy to like check that stuff out because there is something gratifying about, I mean, for me. At least, you know, where certain bosses, I'm like, I'm going to figure you out. And, like, halfway through, you're like, I, I, I know what you're doing. I'm figuring you out. And then you do it, and you're like, yes! It's like a higher high than yeah. you usually get just nailing a boss or whatever. Um, but, but yeah, long um, Dynasty, I'll check it out. I'll, I'll definitely install uh, that puppy. It's
1: sitting at an 80 on Metacritic.
0: That's pretty good. Yeah, that's quite good, actually.
1: Um, all right. You wanna you wanna talk about some Oscars? Let's do it. What happened Sunday night, Jordan?
0: Ah, uh, you know, uh, the Oscars happened. I, Hollywood's biggest stage. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's interesting talking about the Oscars for me this year for whatever reason because I feel like overall it was a good show. I was I was pleased with the show overall. Um mm-hmm. though I I did feel like hm I feel like we didn't get this like giant variety of winners. I feel like you know uh, one movie obviously swept a lot and then in another movie slept a lot too. Like I feel like the big winners were everything everywhere all at once obviously and All Quiet on the Western Front won quite a bit, I thought. Yeah.
1: At a certain point, I was like, "Wow, all quiet on the Western Front is kind of cleaning up here." Sweep and then it started to change a little bit later right. in their w- awards because they didn't have those acting
0: noms to really uh, to yeah. really work with either. Um, um, but yeah, um, overall, I I enjoyed the show. Uh, obviously, long went long into the to the night, but I still really enjoyed it. Um, it's always long. Uh, (laughs) but Mm -hmm. uh you know what can you do right i mean i i honestly it's like it's almost amazed how long it is though there's not like a ton of fluff not like a ton there are like oh the performances and that for the original songs and there are like the ceo of the academy comes out and tells everyone to go to the freaking academy museum for the 50th time I feel at least I'm
1: like, all right, yeah. I I want to. Yeah. Jeez, leave me alone. I'm not anywhere near that.
0: Right. Come on down to the Academy Museum. Like, alright <laughs> <laughs> But um anyways, I mean the probably the best way to like talk about this is just kinda talk about some of these bigger awards and you know and talk about the winners and if they were if we think we're they're deserving or what we have liked to see. And then maybe at the end, talk about movies that we think got completely snubbed. Let's do it. Yeah. Um, all right. I got a list here. I don't know. This is, I know this isn't in order at all as far as how it was announced, but I'm just at the Oscars website. Um, writing, original screenplay, everything, everywhere, all at once won that. That's obviously not a big, uh, surprise to me, but, uh, Especially kind of compared to everything else. What Banshees of Venicearin, <laughs> Flaplements, Tar, and Triangle of Sadness. Um <clears throat> anything to say about that, Luke?
1: <laughs> I'm always confused when it's like best original screenplay and best adapted screenplay. It really it really confuses me. <laughs>
0: I mean, sometimes I'm like adapted from what you know. I don't. That's why I don't understand. I used to think like Glass Onion is a perfect example.
1: I was just completely bewildered by why that wasn't an original screenplay.
0: Right. Like, what was it adapted from? Yeah, that was the thing. It was like I don't. There's no Glass
1: Onion, Knives Out mystery book.
0: (laughs) The book. Yeah. Someone explain it to us.
1: (laughs) It said like based on characters that were created by Ryan Johnson. It's like what. Uh, so any sequel is an adapted screenplay i guess under that category right what <laughs> yeah i don't really understand
0: that either but either way women talking won that one yeah. um one of the few times uh you know something else would like come along for like some of these more uh creative awards um mm-hmm. uh, to win uh uh, real quick, I did, I did want to get my thoughts on Women Talking because I wrapped up the other two movies that I saw with All Quiet on the Western Front and Women Talking over the weekend. Uh, just then, and I, you know, I liked Women Talking quite a lot. Um, it's very much one of those movies where people sit in like one spot and talk, and I've always been a big fan of those things, like Twelve Angry Men, like where people are just in a place. Here's the dilemma. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about it and unravel these characters, unravel the issues, and unravel this uh, complicated scenario. Not that complicated, actually, but sort of complicated. Um, It was just all very good. I really enjoyed women talking. It was probably on the upper echelon of some of these movies. Um, I mean, is anyone surprised that Avatar won visual effects? Like, seriously. (laughs) Yep. It's like...
1: Definitely see that one coming.
0: Yeah, if it didn't, I'd be like, this is a sham. You know, this is mm-hmm. ridiculous. I mean, it was, regardless, it, it could be the worst movie I've ever seen as far as, like, content-wise. And I'd still think it was ridiculous if it didn't win Best Visual yeah. Effects because the movie is sterling.
1: I mean, I wanted other things to win, but yeah, it does make sense.
0: Right, like, and all those movies, well... I'd say Black Panther. I just wanted the
1: Batman to win so much. I I just wanted it to win something.
0: Something, yeah, yeah. All all those movies look good,
1: but golly, Avatar pushed the medium forward. Top Gun just deserved its own category. Right. This is the movie that is going to keep you coming back to the movies. This is the movie that everyone universally agreed is a great movie.
0: I know nobody disliked that movie. Get a.
1: It should just get an award for that
0: right, It one best sound that's that's the the next one here um yep. which uh interesting that it was uh this this has been consolidated between sound right uh, there's no source sound mixing and sound editing right they mm-hmm. consolidated mm-hmm. that award didn't so they? confusing it is i I know it's like that's <laughs> I think that's why people like watching are like, huh, and there's two awards for it they are two separate things, but most people, including myself, don't really understand it, so
1: yeah. What did you say, sir? Two yeah. categories. What?
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, best short film in Iris Goodbye. I haven't seen any of these movies. I would just act like I have when when I was watching it with Amber and Manisha. I was like, mm, oh, yeah, that yeah. one.
1: That's the one. Like what they
0: did there. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, it's that one. No one should win. <laughs> they picked, They made the right choice. <laughs> they did. That was a charming little moment where they, uh like, Sung "Happy Birthday" to their friend on stage. I was yeah. a little. That was that was charming.
1: Before they started cutting people off, yeah, they right. got to do that.
0: There was, okay, so it they was did always later. Yeah, it was always like the same kind of people getting cut off. This show, where it was like one person would talk, and then they'd back off the mic to allow the other person to talk, and then the music would come in. It's like that. So that second person just gets screwed. I
1: kept saying, like, what just, was so frustrating is sometimes the second person got to talk, and right. it was like. Well, why didn't you let the other person say what they wanted to say? Exactly. And, you know, it happened one time, and then Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel came out and started making these stupid jokes. I'm like, you really cut that person off so you could talk about nothing? Right, Like, we exactly. don't care about your banana joke. Like, shut up and let the person have their moment. Like, mm-hmm. come on. hmm
0: Yeah, it's like, I, it's, um, there were certain points where I blamed the first person talking. Like, if I were them, I would have seen what was ha if I like went later, I'd be like, Okay, I see what's happening. And I'd be like, Okay, now my friend has something to say or whatever. Or okay, now I'm gonna let this person talk. And then I'd like be like, Okay, go, 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 You know what I mean? But they'd be like, Thank you. back off. And then the other person would be like, like, Oh, and the music <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: Sorry, Matt Damon. We ran out of time for uh, you.
0: <laughs> continuously. Yep. I haven't seen any of these uh, short film animated. Uh, the Boy, the Mole, the Fox, and the Horse. I have no idea. I haven't seen any Definitely of these. Definitely my
1: favorite. I mean, it was so well done.
0: Like Far and Away, better than the others? Yeah. Yeah, for <laughs>
1: sure. Without a, without a doubt. Production design, all quiet on the western front. I mean, my God. I was like, if that does not win in that category, there's something wrong with the voting. <laughs> because I was just absolutely blown away. It's so authentic looking. It's yeah. Amazing. It's amazing. Y'all come in on. It was one of the best things about that movie.
0: Absolutely. It definitely deserved that award. It, the movie was really good. I, I watched that. It, it was one of those, I took your advice. I did not watch that with Amber. I ended up watching it in two parts.
1: It's brutal.
0: I watched it like a little bit on Friday when I had the kid and when she was taking a nap. And then like I, w- I woke up early the next day like on accident. I was like, "Shoot, I'm up really early." Or maybe that was Sunday morning. I woke up like really early and I was like, "It's time to watch it." <laughs> and I watched the last hour at like 5:30 a.m. Just bam 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 bam.
1: That part when he's down in that bombed out hole with that other British guy.
0: Oh my god. That's where I stopped.
1: That was brutal. Talk about Brutal.
0: I didn't want to mention I did watch it in German with uh, with English subtitles, obviously. Um, there's a weird quirk um, with the subtitles when I watch the movie in German. So, with, you know, they'll shift languages every now and then because the movie is mainly about the Germans and the French. And so they'll sometimes switch languages and it will point out what language is being spoken. And when it will be, they'll speak French and then they'll switch back to German, but the subtitles will say in English. And at first I was confused. I was like, who's speaking English here? And I was like, oh, <laughs> they're doing it for the dub into where if they were speaking in English, like in the dub, you'd be like, oh, they're speaking. <laughs> I don't know. It was, it was very confusing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the movie was excellent, though. You know, ex- extremely bleak. That's the main thing that probably Amber would have been, like, upset about. It was extremely depressing. Um, which, you know what? I think there's a big pl- place and purpose for these movies that are war movies of actual wars that have happened, yep. and they're just awful. Because it's like, hey, guess because what? Because
1: they are awful.
0: Right. Hey, guys, here's a reminder. War is pretty terrible. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like war is awful Look at
1: what our grandparents went through, so that we're here.
0: yeah, look at this hell, yeah. and it's like, be careful as well. It's like, do we want to do this again yeah. and it better be a good cost because like you see, especially in, in the World War one, the World War I movies are often like this too, where it's like the hopelessness in these movies, like almost yeah. every war movie except for war I think war it was II. a
1: lot more trench warfare than World War II.
0: It's ugly. Ugly and in, in in the sense of what is this for again? What are we doing? Um, yeah. yeah. Um, okay. And so like especially you see it from the German I mean, side.
1: There's not many wars where it's like, Oh yeah, we're definitely fighting for I mean what, Braveheart? <laughs> it's like the only time it's like, Okay, there's a really good reason we need to be out here fighting. Yeah, I mean like
0: World War Two, you know, and like things no, like I'm that. Saying, where,
1: like all these wars, whether it's Vietnam or right. War Two or War One, it's like all these are like, Come on, this is this should have been avoided,
0: right? And in that movie, just like the the constant feeling of death that just like lingers yep. over the entire movie, and like like the score work. I actually kind of agree with uh, cause it. I'm gonna. We haven't gotten there yet, but it won best original score. I I like as far as like the score itself. I don't see anything in, but how it's used, I think is so good. Like how it's used, you'll see like these boys who are just like joyful over the fact that they're going to war and they're like marching and singing and then you have that score that boom,
1: boom, boom. Yeah, it's kind of Christopher Nolan.
0: Right, yeah.
1: similar to how he does his movies.
0: It's very unsettling that like it lets you know that these boys are going into the meat grinder and this is not something to be celebrated for them. And so it's, yeah, very, very good score. Um Great movie. Um God, why is it best picture listed there? Uh, original song went to Natu Natu. I mean, we all these songs were played out in front of us. It's like the one thing. It's kind of interesting that they do that, because it's the one thing that if you haven't seen anything going into the Oscars, you were given these songs and to judge for yourself <laughs> which one you like the most. Mm-hmm. Regardless of what movie you have or haven't seen. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, honestly, none of these songs really did it for me, (laughs) like, in in any real way, I'm going to be honest. So I was kind of like, all right. (laughs) I'm trying to, like, I'm looking through them, trying to remember them. I I do remember the Lady Gaga performance. I I just laughed because I thought it was kind of funny. She's like hi guys, you know, the, I'm not trying to be mean to her, but, you know, I just, the way it was shot was hilarious. She was like the very personal, intimate song, and it just zooms all the way into her ear. And it was just like, <laughs> oh my God. And it's just like, the camera goes, and I'm like, is it going to stop? Is it going to stop? Is it nope. going <laughs> to Yeah, it just kept going. Nope. <laughs> it was just there the whole time. and It was purposeful, obviously, but it was just <laughs> a bit much for me. <laughs> um. Again, we talk about musical score. Um. Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of sad, John Williams. You just will just never get uh, an an Academy Award at this point. You should give him yeah. an honorary one, probably, but <clears throat> he's just never gotten one. Nuts.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, the score that from the crazy. Fablemans was fine, but but you know, it's just one of those things where it's like, oh man, poor guy. Um, makeup and hairstyling the whale.
1: Makes sense. Yeah,
0: I I would say so. I mean, it's one of those things where it's like you're pointing to like one, one effect. It's, it's, it's interesting how you judge that to be like, okay, here's a bunch of bunch of movies that had a lot of makeup and hairstylings. And then like one that had just one really crazy one and uh, it looked amazing, like, you know, seeing it, like, in the trailers or whatever, because I haven't seen The Whale. Yeah. So All
1: right. I never got around to it either. Right.
0: I will see that, you know, but I, just, I wasn't able to do it before the Academy Awards. All right. I think we talked about this last Oscars when we talked about international feature film, how this doesn't make sense
1: i'm working off another list i'm having to constantly look around i guess i should just go to the list on there well i just didn't like the way it was formatted on the oscar website
0: i as much as i love quiet and really liked all quiet on the western front i think there should be a new rule i think if you're nominated for best picture you should not be nominated for Best international film it's like it's like what why why should those other people even come like you're not winning
1: that is a weird thing, for it's sure. Already,
0: yeah, it's already been announced that, unless there's multiple international films that are best pictures, it's basically already been announced that everyone else loses, you know? Yeah. It's so strange. Uh,
1: yeah.
0: I'd love to know if it's ever happened to where that has not been
1: the case. I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess... I guess I could see where maybe for some reason some of these other international films may just not have gotten in front of people for the best picture. I don't know. That's the only do you know what I'm trying to say? Like I guess I could see where like like something like RRR like people said it was amazing and it's not even in the running for best picture and yet I don't know. There's things like Elvis and stuff that's just like, okay. I just don't. Yeah, I mean, I guess that would be.
0: <laughs> Manisha and I were talking about it, and like you were talking about like how a lot of it's studio campaigning and stuff like that. How it, to be nominated and to be up there for these nominations, sometimes it is these studios campaigning for their film to to be there, and obviously they did not do that for RRR. <clears throat> uh, which is strange. And I can be the case for certain movies. Like last year, I was like, okay, where's, where's a green night? And I guess they did it just wasn't campaigned for, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Or they're fools. I, I either way.
1: Something like RRR. I'm really surprised that it didn't get more attention. Yep. It just, it had such for it to be something that's talked about, like in the movie watching community here in the united states means that it made a huge impact over in india and i didn't see it but i don't know i just it it got one nomination you know it's like right and it was for a song it's not even like for a category that involves you know the entire production of the movie and i just i feel like that is an example of how this system is a little broken Oh, yeah. You know, and, and what you just said, the fact that an international film <laughs> that's nominated for Best Picture is also nominated in that category. It's another reason. It's just like, what are we doing here, guys? Like, Right. You, you, you're going to gain a lot more respect from movie buffs like us when you kind of shape up these stupid policies. 100%.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's like you see him making these micro changes here and there, but nothing as big as that to say like, okay, guys, if you're nominated for best best film, you cannot be nominated for best international feature as well. I mean, I they obviously have had to think about that. Like, obviously, some it's been a conversation, but I would love to know how that conversation went. You know, like the the argument yeah. against that. I would like to know it. You know. Mm-hmm. Um film editing everywhere all at once absolutely absolutely the editing in that movie is amazing definitely there's so many yeah. moments where i'm like that's insane in the movie where like uh, one part of that sticks out to me is when uh um i forget her name or the character's name but when she uh, the daughter when she's like looking through th- like kind of checking the different universes and she like goes <laughs> with her head and with every click it's like a different world she's in love it Insane. There's so many things mm-hmm. like that in the mm-hmm. movie. It's just like,
1: goodness. Well, there's that whole like, just explosion that happens like at the end where it like shows oh everything. Oh gosh. And, like, it pauses in like Hot Dog World and like the stones on the cliff's edge and it's just like, it's shooting between all these different things. It's just, yeah, it's it's nuts. I wouldn't even know. I'd love to see the like you know whether it's Da Vinci or Adobe Premiere, like project, and just right? like, see their lines of of video that they had to organize that way, and all the transitions that they had in there—probably just like fifty different. Just what and computer this, 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 could hold this? this. this. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Those, those are fun. Whether it's sound editing or film editing, it's fun to see just the artistry of what they have in the background <laughs> to make all this work. Oh it's, yeah. I find it so cool.
0: Yeah. um, Documentary short film, The Elephant Whisperer. I mean, heck yeah. I mean, of course. <laughs> um, Next one is a documentary feature film. Uh, Navalny. Navalny? Navalny. Navalny. I don't, you know, you know, again. Yeah. I mean, it had to be that one.
1: Directing. I'm on the ABC website. You're obviously not on the ABC website. Yeah, I'm website. on
0: the I'm like on the official <laughs> Oscar website. Okay. And they ha- they, I mean, honestly, they have it in a really weird order. I don't Ridiculous. know why it's organized this way.
1: Every list is completely different. Completely.
0: They just put them through a randomizer and just <laughs> do it this way. Honestly.
1: Okay. okay. I'm with you now.
0: All right. Uh, directing. Uh, see, where why is it there on the list? It, it should be higher, right? Weird. Um, everywhere all at once. The Daniels. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. One that they were on the mic a lot
1: throughout the night, no. but shoot, I mean, of course, yeah,
0: that, yeah.
1: Have they have they done anything together before this?
0: Yeah. Um, one that comes to mind is Swiss Army Man. Um, okay. I think that was the they, one they did, did that before. together. Yeah cool. I think they generally work together.
1: Yeah. Sweet. I I can't wait to see what these guys do.
0: Right. Everyone's going to be just like looking like what are you doing next? What are you going to do?
1: That's really cool. It's yeah. cool to find someone like that that just compliments you. Mhm. And your writing style, especially writing style. Um I feel like it just sometimes you, you're the you're so much more than the sum of your parts when you find that that opposite and yeah it really feels like they have like been honing themselves until this moment almost like you know i i I've, i haven't been following them but i'm just looking through like oh they directed a manchester orchestra video
0: ah, <laughs> That's funny that's awesome
1: but it just feels like they've been like working and and maybe this like the pandemic was like a great time for them to like create this you know beast of a movie jeez yeah um, it's just yeah anyways <laughs> we know we all know where this is headed obviously but yeah i just i'm very impressed i i, I see talent and i'm i'm very impressed the the writing <laughs> the writing alone always it just amazes me. I just I I that's not a skill set I have. I I'm so respectful of people who have it. I just I don't know. It, it it impressed me so much when somebody can sit down and organize a story this complicated in this incredible way. And I think, you know, I I think they did a great job directing, but I think the fact just the way they organize the story is just it's what I think made this movie as good as it could. It yeah. could have gone bad in so many different ways because this is a cluster crap of a movie Mm -hmm. that took like it took genius to organize it into a way that made it such a such artwork
0: and we'll get into it a little bit more but I think these actors have a lot to thank these uh, these two directors for as well like there's some things about it Mm -hmm. where I'm just like certain some of these like line deliveries and it was like that has to be good just like acting directors like telling them to deliver the line a certain way, but we'll we'll get into it a little bit more um, later. Um, costume design, Black Panther, kind of forever. I mean, yeah, a lot of costumes, a lot of great mm-hmm. costumes. Mm-hmm. So, uh, cinematography, all quite in the Western Front, absolutely.
1: There's some definitely. great shots in that thing. Yeah, definitely. Great camera place placement. Yep. Without a doubt. <clears throat>
0: Animated feature film. For whatever reason, I called this one. Uh, for one, I've heard it was great. I haven't seen it yet, but also Guillermo um, doing it and stuff. It's just and He's been winning a lot of them. So, yeah, Pinocchio. It's on uh, Netflix. I plan to check I had that hoped
1: out. that Puss in Boots got it. I just I've heard such good things about that movie, but right. still That's need to see it.
0: High on my list. It's on Peacock yeah. right now. So check it out. Um, actress in a supporting role. Jamie Lee Curtis won this one. So this is part of the acting sweep that uh, everything, everywhere, all at once started to take place in, where if they have an actor nominated, they're winning. Um, and so, yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis won this one. It's one of those things where I'm like, unlike the surface, it doesn't seem like, oh, what amazing thing did, did she do? But there there's just an underlying charm and just depth to the performance, I think, just little lines where I'm like, did that it being delivered that way. Hmm. Like I'll, I'll like watch the movie. I'm like that line delivery was good. It was like not a crazy line and it wasn't this mm. over the top performance, but hmm.
1: amazing to have two people from the same movie in this insane.
0: category. Insane. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, a lot of people upset about this one. I don't know. I, I saw a lot of people online upset that it wasn't Angela Bassett or Stephanie Sue. Um, I don't know. I, I th- think all, they were all really good, and uh, Jamie Lee Curtis winning. I was perfectly happy with that. Um, I loved her speech, uh, basically thanking the fans who watched all of her genre movies throughout the mm-hmm. years, like Halloween and Freaky Friday and crap. You know, I was like, hey, hey. you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, actress in a leading role, uh, Michelle Yeoh took this one. Yeah. Um, well-deserved. She had a lot to do. She had a yeah, lot to
1: I, do. Yeah. I, I feel on this one, I, I think she absolutely deserved it. I, I don't know. I think this could have gone to a number of people in this category though. Yeah. It could have gone to Kate Blanchett for sure. From she what I understand, Cate Blanchett did did it was a beast in tar um yeah she but was also amazing. anna de armas i i was surprised that there wasn't much talk about blonde i thought yeah. she did a great job in the movie um but yeah i mean i i have no problem with the winner just i i do feel like it like i said at least i i didn't see the other ones but i i, I could have seen those two winning for sure yeah
0: Uh, Michelle Williams, like, she was good in the movie, but it wasn't like an amazing thing for me. It was very much like an acting with a capital A kind of performance. Yeah, Yeah. But anyways, actor in a supporting role, uh, Key Hu Kwan.
1: This was... Yeah, these next two actor awards, it just, it really touched my heart to see these two gentlemen win.
0: Yeah, I, I stood up. I, I stood from my seat cool. and
1: I was like, "Yes, cool
0: absolutely." Cool to see, I don't know the humility there and the, the yeah. gratitude, yeah. Uh, and and it is it, it just so wholesome and just so heartwarming to see. And again, it's a and it's a prime example of what I was talking about before, where it's like he brought. I think there's a combination of him and the Daniels bringing like great acting, directing to it because like such certain lines where I'm like why is that line delivered in such a way where it, it is making me feel something and it's a nothing line where mm-hmm. like yeah. there's that, there's that one part in the movie where um Michelle, Michelle, uh, Michelle Yao's character was in uh, like getting in trouble with like the uh, with uh, Jamie Lee Curtis's character and they're at the laundromat and she's just sitting down in handcuffs and uh, 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 Hu Kwan's character is talking to them and she's like, and he, and he works everything out. And she's like, what did you say to him? And like the way he delivers that line is like, I don't know. I just talked to her or whatever that like line. I don't know why it just like, like there's, it's such a nothing thing, but like it's delivered yeah. with such charm and heart that it just like, I don't know. It, it's an X factor that really just worked for the role. And that actor is the one to do it. But
1: there's something about the way uh is it Ki Hugh Kwan? Yeah. Um there's something about the way he I mean, you know, the, the, the roles people know him from are, are Temple of Doom and, and Goonies. But there's just something about and obviously this movie, um, but there's just something about the way he acts. He just seems like the nicest human sweetheart, being sweetheart, yeah he seems like somebody that you really want to just sit down and talk to and be around and just be uplifted by his spirit. Right? just seems like the sweetest guy ever. And I think, you know, it's, it's very much what you said. Um, and also I just, I feel like I'm his friend, like through the screen somehow. And Mm. it's just, it's so cool to see someone like that. I mean, obviously I love the Indiana Jones series. So I've seen him in that role many times watching that movie over and over again. And he was so sweet back then as a kid in that yeah. role. And, and like you said, something about the way he delivered his lines. He just, just pure sweetness, just to like this lovable kid and then adult and just so cool. And so cool to have, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm jumping the gun a little bit here, but, uh, to have uh, Indiana <laughs> deliver the award oh, to him man. Yeah. at the end of the show, um, yeah, just the wholesomeness just
0: are off the yep. charts with that moment. It's just like I wanted to be Harrison support giving him a hug. <laughs> you know, it's just like, oh yeah. man, what a <laughs> beautiful. It's a, it, we don't get that very often. There's so much cynicism in these movies, and so much you know gloom over some like a, lo- a lot of these topics that are gone over in these movies, and to have such heartwarming moments and, you know, Oh, happening to like well-deserved performers. And it's just, it's, it's nice. It doesn't happen all that often, honestly. Yeah. Speaking of which, <laughs> <laughs> um, actor in a leading role went to yeah. Brendan Fraser, 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 right. We talked about this.
1: <laughs> I'm just telling you what he said on the show.
0: <laughs> no, I believe you. Um, yeah man i i haven't seen the whale but i was still rooting for him I mean, what can i say
1: yeah yeah (laughs) so it's it's another guy that always has seemed like a very sweet individual just a lovable guy and it's just really cool to see someone like that who hasn't seemed to really let hollywood like steal his soul right to see him like be a winner um you know, there's just these there's these actors who've been on top of the world for a long time and they win awards and and that's good for them. But there's something that feels personal as somebody who you've seen in roles in movies for so many years. And Brendan Fraser is one of those gentlemen that have just been in so many of the movies that I grew up with and mm-hmm. come to know. I mean, The Mummy obviously is a huge one, but there's there's a lot of them over the years. George the it. freaking jungle, baby. Really cool. Yeah. <laughs> Blast from the Past was the one I was thinking of. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, it it's funny. Encino that. Man is basically a copy of Blast from the Past. You realize that? That is funny. Yeah. It's exactly the just same further thing in the past. Done
0: again. <laughs> and, uh, Kihu Kwan yeah. is in Encino Man with yeah. Brendan Fraser. Yeah. Insane. And yeah. in freaking insane. <laughs> um, so, yeah. I mean, what? What's that leave? Best picture. And, uh, yep that's when it's like okay everything air all at once everywhere all at once is just they're sweeping at this point uh, in the night and so yeah I mean I know both you and I are very happy with this win I mean it's one of the ones where I think both of us are like yeah super well deserved so
1: yeah I, I felt like if it wasn't going to be everything everywhere all at once it should be um, all quiet on the Western Front. Yeah, I would have been. I think they make the right choice.
0: I would have been happy with Top Gun, and I knew in my heart that I would never had a chance to win yeah. this award. Yeah. But still, it would have been like this moment where it's like, oh my god, the biggest yeah. movie won, the one, the the movie that everyone loved the most won. You know, but. Not, all that being said, I'm very happy with where the night went. Of course, because you know, just I think everything leading up to it in the night. Like at that point, I wanted everything. <laughs> at that point, I'm like, okay, bring it home. That's kind of how I was feeling. Just kind of bring it home. Every everything, ever all at once. Like this is, I think, I and I. One of the reasons I personally love this too is like, this is, this movie is, insane, like in a way. That doesn't win awards like this generally. Like it has big genre aspects in it. Big sci-fi aspects. Big comedy aspects. That you just don't see. Win best picture ever.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot here. That are so unlike. (laughs) Movies that have won in the years before. Just to have.
0: A movie that has that raccoon cooey. Scene. (laughs) The fact that. They all weren't barred There's from the so Oscars like that.
1: The whole st- oh, rock scene is just so it's ridiculous, and the the, hot the dog things is just so stupid.
0: <laughs> the trophies going up the you know that's oh crazy. God. The dog being whipped around, insane. <laughs> it won an Oscar, and that makes me so happy. <laughs> like you it's know? just one of those things where I'm like, <laughs> wow, that just, it just that just feels good, and to Different have time. like yeah this multiverse and action kung fu in the movie it's just it's pretty cool I don't know <laughs> <laughs> pretty darn cool that's all I gotta say but <clears throat> um, other than that I mean was there anything else that happened that night that was like huh <laughs> that's interesting like any ins and outs of the award show itself that you'd um, want to comment on
1: The lady gaga song was a little strange yeah there's another one where they like focused in right on her i know they were trying to make it like feel personal and everything but it i don't know it felt a little <laughs> weird i feel like that song hasn't been talked about a lot i feel like it got pushed so much for top gun and i think it's fine but like i, I don't know i just haven't heard anybody like praising it or just talking about it at all it's just like oh yeah that song happened <laughs> i couldn't hum it if you asked
0: me to is the thing uh, you know and i'm not saying that makes it a bad song but i am saying i'm not a big fan of any of the songs that were nominated <laughs> for best original score so all those performances did kind of just wash over me in a way except for the dancing i guess the dancing in the song that yeah. won was pretty awesome rrr yeah dancing was nice and I did enjoy the fact that they had those costumes in the uh song that was for everything everywhere all at once. It was yeah, just hot I dogs. just did not care about that song. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even realize that song was in the movie. Was it like in the end credits or I don't know.
1: Yeah, I don't even know. I th- right. I think the 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 best thing about the whole show is just Harrison Ford delivering the trophy to Kei hyung kwan and having that hug and i think that was the thing that i'll i'll remember about that show and yeah absolutely yeah you know i (laughs) harrison looked like his normal kind of Uh, curmudgeon uh, self uh, but despite that it was just you know such a touching moment for um it says he's known as Jonathan K. Kwan. So I'll just call him Jonathan. So, you know, he was, it was such, that's what it says. It says that's hilarious. Known as, as Jonathan. So whatever, Jonathan. Johnny. Um, yeah. <laughs> um Short round. <laughs> you know, it was just such a touching moment for him is is just mm-hmm. my, my whole point in this whole thing. And it just, so I'm just so happy for him and for that cast. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Um, well done. This, this is why we go to the movies, and, and yeah. this is the kind of thing that we're we're hoping to see, and uh, just an incredible story that is touching, and it just it hit all the right notes. It Absolutely, was well deserving of it, and yeah, I thought I thought just overall the show, you know, I thought it was it was good. I, I I don't think it it didn't really stumble. It didn't have too much that wasn't about the movies, and I think that's the important thing about these award shows to stop like trying to busy yourself with these other messages and statements and everything. And just, you know, just do what, what, what you're there to do. Celebrate the movies, celebrate what people, you know, pay absorbent prices now to go and see and just say, you know, these are the ones that we would like to highlight for you. And these are the ones we think are the best. That's the whole point of the show. And just don't, (laughs) And I think it did that did that pretty well. So, right, I Sassy was over. I was
0: impressed with the the lack of grandstanding <laughs> that <laughs> generally takes place in award shows like this. There was one that like I did kind of roll my eyes at when the the uh, writer for Women Talking a movie that I felt handled its messaging quite well. Um, but she was like, Oh geez. So I guess the Oscars, surprised the, the Oscars weren't afraid of the, the title of this movie. It's like, what? The Academy oh, Awards, not wanting women to talk. <laughs> Are you kidding? Um, yeah. But yeah, that was weird, but very few, very little of that, which was, uh, it's nice to just have a night so you can celebrate movies and, Fun movies yep. you've seen, good movies you've yep. seen. Um, Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimball, to your lord, he was fine. I thought he was all right. He was a little bit better than I thought he was, was going to be. Yeah, I I, I, I he played like Jimmy the role Kimble. of
1: generic host.
0: Very generic. Yeah, there was a few biting jokes that I thought were funny. Um, <laughs> that that got me to laugh. I was like, all right, okay, he got me with that one.
1: I like the joke at the end when they put Vic, you know oh, one man. one show since the last. Last, uh, what what was it? Last incident at the Academy Awards, yeah. Incident, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: I, I think they did some good, there funny. were some good jokes for, uh, yep. for the Wilson. He's like, we got all these people to protect me. We got, they were talking yep. about different actors who were going to protect you. There were some funny moments surrounding yep. last year's incident. Yeah. <laughs> the incident. Um, The incident. One thing, well, I just got to point out a couple parts I thought were weird. Um, the, the, uh. Did this weird, like, promotional section for The Little Mermaid. They did. Like, what?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I what's happening?
0: And they played the trailer, which I've been like, okay, you know, it's another one of these. It's either going to be one that I think is either terrible, bad, okay, <laughs> Or pretty good and so far there's only been one to occupy the spot of pretty good all the other ones have either been okay or bad or terrible for Jungle me, Book so. oh yeah I forgot about the Jungle Book no I think two Jungle Book was <laughs> Except good <for> that one. <laughs> and I thought Aladdin was good but I, all the other ones either mostly bad <laughs> mostly bad and so I'm not very excited for this movie that trailer I, I'll get it on the middle but that trailer tipped me right over into the oh this does not look good I'm <laughs> section.
1: It's a hard story to do in an artistic, enjoyable way. Yeah. It is a movie that very much leans on its animated style too. Right, to and I was
0: about to say film. they did it. They did it. 1992
1: Then <laughs> like Sebastian, like how is oh that gonna be done well? God
0: <laughs> creature even, of
1: nightmare. Did they even show that? A little did they bit show that in the trailer? The okay. little bit you see and it's just like, that.
0: oh my god. And he's gonna sing a song. <laughs> oh. to sing a song. It's just like the CG of it all.
1: Yes. Okay. How did they do the candelabra? <laughs> it didn't look good.
0: I mean I'll I'll send you a picture at some point. It was uh Eel McGregor as uh Lumiere and it just doesn't look good. It does like none of them really look good.
1: Wait, so he's dressed up as a... No. Camel?
0: No. No. I'm sorry. I, I I shouldn't have mentioned Ewan McGregor. He just does the voice. You don't see any of Ewan McGregor in the actual effect, but
1: <laughs> So that how do they do it? Though. Is he he's just a person?
0: No, it's just like a CGI.
1: Oh, I'm looking at a picture of it. That's weird.
0: Yeah, it just doesn't look good. It doesn't look nice to look at. It looks kind of upsetting, right? Like you and see, see it, so
1: many really... of these movies that come out th- that are in this category, we're kind of getting on a tangent here, but yeah. so many of these Disney live-action movies, they come out and they don't get good reviews, and then I'm just like, okay, well, never going to see that now. Right. And you're right. <laughs> and it's just... It's a shame because it's like that's all it takes for me. I just, you know, I have other things to do. And, you know, I pick and choose what I'm going to put in front of myself. And if people are saying it's not good, I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> Luke, just count on me. I'll, I'll say that. Just You got a friend in me. Just count on me. And if there's one that rises above the muck, I'll let you know. But so far, even to the <laughs> ones I like, you don't need to do it. Like I liked the for what it gave, but it's still insanely unnecessary. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um. Oh it's just my a God. different
1: flavor of the same thing they've done with the rest of these.
0: Right. Well, yeah. I mean, I feel I felt like that had more of an identity of its own. Uh, whereas, like Lion King, just felt like this. It's it's like a, a awful version of the original. Which I feel, unfortunately, just judging by the imagery of this one. And, yeah. like, the fact that they're repeating lines in the same way makes me think it's going to be more Lion King category than um, the other ones. Like, Mulan did its own thing, but it just really just missed the mark of what Mulan was. It's like, it either does one or the other. It's like, okay, this is in the spirit of Aladdin, but we're going to play with it a little bit, give it its own little flair and a little uh, little different feeling here. And then there's Mulan, where it's like, we didn't understand the original. <laughs>
1: I mean, I can, you know. I think a lot of times I take the um, the position of what would a normal person think about this? Yeah. You know, a person who's not like super steeped in like movie culture and everything, which I am, but I think a a normal person would say this is just the epitome of all the stories have been told and everything is just being repeated. I mean, this is like it in spades because people see through it now. Yeah. Yeah, these are stories that have been. You know, celebrated. Goodies are great. A lot of these are great animated movies, and there's absolutely no reason to do it again. And and we've had this conversation before, but this is just another reminder that it still feels like that opinion pretty much rings true still. Right, and and
0: the, the problem is Lion King made a billion dollars. It's in, like, the top 20. That's, like, the one of the biggest problems. Lion King made a billion dollars. <sighs> people crazy. saw it at the time. I remember at the time, people were like, oh, my God, it's amazing. It's like my childhood. Come to life. And then they v- proceeded to never talk about it again because it didn't have anything special. Because they, they, they were going in on the high of nostalgia and then being like, okay, if they're going to sit down with their kid, they're going to be like, all right, let's watch The Lion King. But, yeah, we're going to watch the animated one. (laughs) You know, it's like. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, we went off on a huge tangent. It's fine. We already talked about the Oscars. It's okay. We we just talked about The Little Mermaid a little bit, but ended up really talking about (laughs) the state of all of that. (laughs) The good news is, Luke, they're running out. Unless they're going to, like keep up and be like hey guys we're doing a live action in kanto and then it's like okay we're gonna do moana oh boy have <laughs> Go that reason have they done any pixars yet no but those are disney animation studios still but they haven't done any ones that were originally a cg they have not yeah yeah they haven't done any of any of those i'm thinking if they have any plan i don't think they do I'm, like, kind of <laughs> worrying CG myself, animated. like, right, mm. I, I don't, I don't, which The Lion King was, <laughs> just a different art style, it's not live action, mm. <laughs> anyways,
1: yeah, just a new CG.
0: <sighs> anyways, y'all, there's a lot of movies coming out, um, a lot of movies coming out this, uh, these next couple months, I mean, I mean, this month, yep. I mean, like, got Shazam, I'm gonna see that, John Wick, we'll probably both see that, I imagine.
1: Oh, without a doubt. Um I need to see Shazam. I'm 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 not trying to skip it. I'm just just haven't made time to Yeah, 9:30 is I will see correct. that.
0: Stay away from uh if you're if you're interested in the movie, stay away from any time a trailer pops up cuz I was spoiled without warning. For something like the movie comes out in a couple days and they like drop this insane spoiler in a trailer.
1: Oh, good. In, like,
0: a TV spot. It's, like, of someone who shows up in the... I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? Why would you show that at the beginning of a TV oh. spot? Like, boom, here it is. You can't avoid yeah. it. Ridiculous. Ridiculous, <laughs> but I, I don't know. I, I have, like, my expectations set at, uh... Set at just, you know... <laughs> wherever the the middle of expectations are. And we'll see will see. Middle rung. Middle rung. Uh... Anyways, I, I I think that's our show. Is that our show, Luke?
1: I'm amazed that John Wick already has these reviews out. Right. Still ten days off. These people are getting to see this movie early.
0: It's crazy how like that has reviews, but Shazam doesn't, and that comes yeah, out again that in is a few very days. Strange. Yeah, yeah, I I don't even know how to <laughs> how to even like quantify that. Like, well, they certainly
1: is, have me planning to see it. No <laughs> Coming kidding. out with reviews like that, I guess they knew they had a lot of uh, <laughs> you know, powder behind that bullet. or Yeah, something they like they that. knew they had something good here, I guess. So like, we should we should let them see it.
0: John Wick is it's one. one I'm I'm, I'm staying in. away from trailers for John Wick. Um, when one comes on, I'll there's either no just need. not pay. Yeah. it there's no need. Um, yeah,
1: I've seen the first one, and I already wish I hadn't. There was, like, something in it, and I, like, mentioned it to Jason. I'm like, oh, so I guess that happens. He's like, oh, my God, I didn't even notice that. Shut up. Right. It's like these set pieces. It's like a scene they show, and it's like, oh, my God, that was a cliffhanger in the third one. Why Why are you doing this? Oh, God. Uh it's like
0: I want the set pieces to not be spoiled. Like, for instance, I knew about the horse thing going into the third movie. I wish I didn't know about the horse because I would have yeah. been like, oh, my God, yeah. he's riding a horse. But I expected the horse going into the third one. And so hopefully yeah. I don't get any of that. Uh, I, and I can, uh, you know, definitely avoid some of these. But we'll see. Anyways, we'll see you guys yep. next week. Now that's our show. Now that's our show. <laughs> <laughs> Luke see has you. declared. <laughs> <Bye>. <laughs>